You're now tuned in to Sold in 60, the one and only largest timeshare podcast in the, in world. the world. With your host, Richie Rich, and my right hand man, Down Payment Dylan. Dylan. In the building. You know what I'm saying? The Sold in 60 was good. We're back. Listen, I know you guys been missing us. We went on vacation. You know what I'm saying? But we're back. It's episode 30. And we are getting prepared for 2024. 2024. So a few things we wanted to talk to y'all about. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to my right-hand man, Down Payment Dylan. We in the building. Yeah, I get a lot of people asking me that, hey, we've heard the show on Spotify. We've heard the show on, you know, Roku. We've seen the show on Firestick. Where is a central location that I can go and just see all the shows because we have a lot of shows all on, on platforms spread out everywhere. So, Rich, where can someone go if they want to see all the videos? Where can someone go if they just want to hear the audios driving to and from work? I think the main platform to see the videos is on Spotify. I believe Spotify has both, the audio and the video. But okay. if they want to see, like, real behind-the-scenes raw then they need to go to um, the factual app. They need to download the app. Download. All right, so l- listen closely. Whether you got Apple or Android, because we got love of both sides, okay, you have to look up the app factual, just like it sounds, factual, and you'll see the factual TVs, the app, and you download that, and that's when you get the exclusive footage and the long footage, because if you go on YouTube, you can see some of the videos, but you're going to see a, a fraction of, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the episodes. If you go on Instagram, which we love when you go on Instagram, because if you ever want to comment or get feedback or request a topic, that's the spot to do it as well on Instagram, sold in 60. But um, if you want to see the true behind the scenes, then you want to go to the factual app and get the, the whole video and the other stuff that we talk about that you may not see. But anyway, um, for audio, Spotify is where it's at. And the edited videos is on Spotify as well. Got you. Awesome. All right. So um, we closing out the year. We December's about to start. We at the end of 2023 in December, right? What's going on at the Timeshare Resorts right well, now? Well, first of all, 2023 was a, was a good year. I think a good year overall. I think that um, did we break records this year? I think that there were some records broken this year at some resorts. I know. I know there's a lot of money flowing everywhere. But um, it's that time of the year where it's, well, you know, it's it's slower for the first two weeks of December, and then it um, it it gets busier for the last two. So week fifty one and fifty two. If y'all are are vets or in this industry, you need to know your weeks, okay? And then again, that's coming from a guy who sold weeks. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if points work the same. It's still the same. It's still the same. Okay, so we know that week 51 and 52 is one of the largest weeks of the year, and obviously that is the Christmas and that's the New Year's. So if you don't know your weeks of the year, in my opinion, for living in Florida, because every state may have a different highest season, but our weeks are usually 6 and 7, which is the bike week and the race week, 14 and 15, which is usually uh, Easter and uh, spring break. Right. And then we have uh, week 26, with which is Fourth of July. And then there's Christmas and New Year. So we're gearing up towards one of the largest two weeks in the calendar year where these two weeks can change your life. 
because the people who are vacationing around this time of the year, they got, they got it. They can afford the vacation. So this is where you have heavy hitters, heavy spenders that come, people that vacation big. So I believe that, um, you know, this is this is a good time where people make money. In my opinion, and we'll go on the next season. The next um, in the next season, we go over the sessions. Okay. So not the sessions, the, the seasons, months, the seasons, seasons, the months. Yeah, we got right. we got a calendar where we break down for y'all where it's gonna be like, okay, who to expect in January and February, you know, and, th- and throughout because the seasons change on who's traveling, you know, like you know, January we may have snowbirds coming in or we may have a mature type of crowd coming in that you know what they call um empty nesters and stuff like that. So anyway, but 51 and 52 brings in this a different type of clientele who don't mind spending money on vacations to travel in the season, in the season of the holidays, during the holidays. Okay? And depending on, like you said, the season is going to depend on the clientele that you're getting, mm-hmm. and that's going to depend on the type of pitch that you're going to give on the table because each different clientele is going to have to have a different pitch, obviously, right, to sell them. Absolutely. I I, at one point, I didn't know what was the pitch to sell the mature folk, right? You know, people that are in their 70s, you know, they they don't worry about the kids no more. They care about the grandkids, you mm-hmm. know, and they don't need their no legacy. Rush, their legacy, and they don't care about the water park, and they don't care about, you know, but they have a different type of vibe, you know? They, and they can, they can stay for a month away. There's no, I just got X amount of time off of work because they don't work. They're retired, you know? Yeah. So, um, and they don't want, the loud kids running in and out. They don't want noise coming from the water park at night. They don't want that. They exactly. want first floor, quiet, you know, no one at the resort, really. That's the type of things that they're looking for. Facts. They want the, the pool that has no kids. For you sure. know what I'm saying? And so if you have an adult pool at your resort, that's what they want to be at. You know what I'm saying? No noise. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's the type of year it is. So if you are going to be joining... um any type of timeshare sales in this season of the year, you know, kudos to you, but you got to come out running. You got to come out ready. And at the same time, with that being said, I hate when people start at this time of the year, personally. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you feel about that, D, but I'll tell you why I feel. Well, what do you think? Yeah, well, let's, we can jump into it. I mean, when are the best seasons to join? When's the best month to join? I mean, why joining the first week of December is not the best? You tell me that. I want to say, anyone that's getting into the business, congratulations for getting into the business. You know what I'm saying? But if you had a choice to strategically pick when, I would say you want to get in, you know, around like May, because May will then lead into the summer. I feel like the largest opportunity is the summer months because you have June, July, August, and then after um, Labor Day, then things get slow. But you have a better time to prove yourself and to get acclimated with the culture. Because I feel like there's a learning curve, right? When you start at a resort, training is one thing. But when you hit the floor, you know, you have to learn how to work your back end better. Because some resorts don't really teach you the back end. Sometimes you're going to learn from the the failures that you have where people had said no. And if you journal your sales, then you say, okay, this person said this to me last time. But if I would have said this, I could have got them to change their mind. And I think that... In the summer, you have uh, a better time of learning from your mistakes where you're starting in a place like week 51 and 52, which is this time, right? The the holiday season of uh, Christmas and New Year's. After 51 and 52, it gets slow and there's no more tours to give you. So there's a possibility that these resorts will say, you know, unfortunately, we can't keep you because we don't have the volume. 
of tours to give to everyone. So we're just going to keep our top producers. You know what I'm saying? So although I know that there's a class starting like tomorrow, um, for those group of people, I feel kind of sad, sad for them. You know what I'm saying? But there's going to be, out of every class. A few is, yeah, a few is going to rise to the top. The cream is always going to rise to the top. Yeah. That's true. For sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, they say heat rises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that good or bad? So out of the, what, what 30 people in a class, 40 people in a class? So. There's a class of, um, there's a class of 70-something that's going to be starting. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And out of that, man, I think maybe five is going to pop. Yeah, for sure. Around, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like... And, I, and I'll, I'll leave that to the next person that comes on the show to tell us, like, when they was in a class, if they've been in the business for more than five years, how many people from that class, from their class, are still here? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for me personally, I'm the only person from my class. And everyone that I've met in the business that has been five years or more, they're the, they're the only ones from their class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like there's a unicorn in every class. You know what I mean? And hopefully we find that unicorn in this next season, you know? But it'd be like that. But I'm not just I'm not saying don't join. If this is your opportunity to get involved in this season, go for it. You just gotta you gotta make it shake. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I truly believe like training is the foundation, but I think that there's a lot more to, to learn. And when you jump into a busy season where there's not much time for someone to sit down and coach you, yeah. Um it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. You know what I'm saying? There's gonna be a lot of deals that's, that's that leaves a table because a person didn't know. For sure. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. I, I went through that a lot, especially in the beginning. But on the flip side of that, you know, there's always two sides to a coin. And you know, me, I'm the type of person that I mean, Rich is telling you strategically if he was to get in the game, what month would be the perfect month or what season would be the perfect season. But once you get into the hustle and bustle of things, coming from me a person that has worked at multiple timeshare resorts, right? Um, if ever I had to leave a resort, it really didn't matter what month um, I was in. You know, if I ever had to leave a resort for a specific reason, I would go to the next resort. You know, I wasn't sitting there timing, saying, okay, well, I'm going to wait this month or I'm going to hold off two more months until this season starts. No, I just, hey, when's the next training class? Okay, I'm there, you know? Yeah. Um so if you're out there looking to get into the industry, I mean, you could wait and kind of time it, you know, that way you have the highest probability to succeed or you can just jump right into the fire and get going. I mean, obviously, if they have experience somewhere else, then, yeah, you can bounce. Uh, yeah, you're good to go. You're good to go. You know for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you just got to adjust. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to go where the opportunities are. There's something, like I got a cousin right now, you know, he's at a certain resort and he's telling me, yo, it's a slow motion out here. I want to shift, and I'm like, well, go over here. You know, he didn't pull the trigger, but I mean, some some resorts have more a better tour flow than others, where some resorts have a better clientele, better quality, qualified. Because some people would just be like, yo, you breathe, all right, you qualify. Go take it for sure. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I've been hearing lately? Because I've talked to a lot of reps from different resorts, and they're all saying the same thing. The quality of tours that we're getting are, you know not the best. Mm. They're broke. They don't have any money. And when you think about it, if you take four or five different reps from four or five different resorts and they're all saying the same thing, the, the tour is broke, the tour don't have money, mm. you know, at that point it's, I, I don't I don't think, 
Guys, what, what you're doing is, what, what I think that you're doing is, as they say, there's a sale going on on each table. Either you're selling them or they're selling you. Mm-hmm. You guys are letting them give you these excuses of we're broke and we don't have money or whatever. They're telling you this stuff while they're on vacation, and you guys are e- eating it right up. Just yeah. eating it right up. You know, I think that's what's, what's, what's going on right now. You guys got to take, remember, they're going to tell you whatever they whatever they can to get out of the situation of having them buy whatever they tell you is the reason why they can't do it you got to flip that back onto them and that's the same exact reason why they should do it so an example of that would be you know hey i can't do it right now because we don't have any money and and we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring well, that's exactly why you should be doing this. Because <laughs> you don't know what yeah, tomorrow's going to yeah. bring. You know, so, yeah, ahead, Rich. That, no, that's, that's well said. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, that's why we have the sold the 60 objection card. For sure, you know for saying? sure, for sure. Because there's nothing new under the sun. It's like sold in 60 objection cards could be found on, uh, uh, what's that? Sold in 60 uh, Instagram, link in the bio. Mm-hmm. Sold in 60, right? I I feel like, in this here, we, we've come across the same objections constantly, right? So we, if we laid them out across the table, you already know it's something that has been said before and there's a way to overcome it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why it's important. And shout out to the people who bought from places that I didn't even know they have resorts. Like, I don't even know. There was places in Wisconsin, Wisconsin. I think you said, yeah. Wisconsin. There's a few people in Virginia. But it wasn't in, like, the Virginia I know. It wasn't, yeah. like... It wasn't in like Williamsburg, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, there's there's resorts all over. And shout out to the people that's tuning to the show from these different states. And I appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all and your your feedback and your support for sure. Yeah, because you know. a lot of times when we're giving out our point of views, it's coming from a perspective of Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, right? When we're giving you our season, the best seasons and the best time to join and things like that, that's mainly coming from the point of view of Orlando, Florida. But we have people, you know, with the power of the internet and these programs and Spotify and things like that. We have people listening to us from all states, mm-hmm. which is which is crazy. Yeah, like shout out to the people in Park City. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Park City. Um, you been to Park City before? I have. That's what's up. I have. I have been to Park City, Utah before. I went to Colorado, but that's the closest I've been to snow. Okay. But like that whole that whole ski and ski out valet skis like that's a whole different breed of people now you didn't ask me if i went skiing you said have <laughs> i been to park city <laughs> it's a different this is an assumption that like park city for me i'm like park yeah. city snow you know yeah. colorado snow like uh i remember i got a deal i had a guy young couple young couple came in um someone sold them <laughs> someone sold them the towers in orlando and they actually bought in vegas Mm-hmm. So, you know, playing in Hollywood Towers is different. So someone just told them that Orlando was the same as the one they was in. Mm-mm. The one they got there was not. So um, I was fortunate enough to get them as a tour. And um, they said, we would not own an Orlando. We don't have kids. We hate Orlando. We would never come back here. The dude was a snowboarder. So I offered him a ski week in Park City. It was about 40000 to do the upgrade. Mm-hmm. And um, he said no to Orlando. I was trying to give him a four-bedroom. You know, he had a two-bedroom with the towers. I was trying to give him a, a four-bedroom. And I said, if it was a ski week, would you do it? He was like, if it was a ski week, I would do it. That's what I do. I'm a snowboarder. And I was able to get him the deal for that 40. 
Mm. It was a two bedroom, not a four, but it was it was a ski week. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to the people that ski. Shout out to the, the different resorts and different seasons because ski weeks in these places are different. You know what I'm saying? Like you can ski in. I think they're still skiing in March. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like what I'm thinking is spring. No, like snow is different in these different places. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a February, March, there's still snow. Yeah, in certain places. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So this wasn't a, this wasn't a March week. I think it was like it was either like early January or whatever. But deep, I don't ski. I only ski once when I went to Colorado. Got you. You know what I'm saying? But real talk. The one thing that I did learn about that is that it's a big deal about having jacuzzis on on the the balconies and um, valet skis at this particular resort. Like those are those are hot buttons for certain people if that's your lifestyle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Put me onto a beach and that's my lifestyle. But for these gentlemen that was in that, so whatever time you getting in, depending on where you are, that's what's important. I think it, those those hot weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially now you remind me when I was in Denver, I was at a buddy's house. And he had the the hot tub or the jacuzzi in the backyard. And I remember, you know, going out to the backyard and it was snowing and he was in the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. So I remember looking at that, especially being from Florida, and I'm just like, damn, that's so cool. That's like different. it's snowing yeah. and you in the jacuzzi. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just crazy to look at. But that's, that's kind of funny. This resort, um, I'm talking about, I think every unit has a jacuzzi on the, the balcony. That's dope. I never imagined that though, being cold and then getting in the hot water and getting out and it's like it's all good. But yeah. it seems to be a thing. That reminds me of also what you're talking about, how you had a client that purchased Ski Week, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think when you, if you're working for a company that um, is point based, I don't think you can sell them like a Ski Week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think you can do that because obviously the points the points are be able to use Flexible. anytime you want. Yeah. But I wonder if that's, a, I mean, I guess it could be an advantage depending on who's in front of you if they want a specific, you know, time of year. I'm assuming the points are more more points in this particular time of year. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah, you yeah, have yeah. enough points, you can definitely get it. Because, you know, um, what's the, what's the festival for the, the film people? Um, Sun Festival? Or, um, yeah. It's not called Sun. It's something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But you know, that film festival, mm-hmm. we'll come back to that. We'll remember the name. But that film festival is actually in Park City. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this resort I'm speaking of, they have a, a resort in Park City. It's a big deal. Sundance. Sundance. Sundance Film Festival. Yeah, I think that's the name of it. Gotcha. I'll look it up. I don't have my phone. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's lit. So more yeah, of but, wait, but 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 what I'm saying is you could actually sell you can actually sell them that week. A points person can't sell them can't. that we. So your person is actually guaranteed to be there at the fist as the festival. If I sell you points, you're not guaranteed to be at the festival. You have enough points to attend, but mm-hmm. you're not guaranteed it. Well, if it's a fixed week, then yeah. It's if it's a floating week, then they can possibly Sundance Film Festival. Yeah, Sundance Film Festival. Yeah, so that's it. So basically, uh, based upon availability. Based upon availability, <laughs> how many times have you said that in the timeshare oh, industry? Well, that's rough, you know. Some people don't like that shit. Based yeah. upon availability, so you're saying it's not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. However, if you do, if you put in a request early enough, you're more likely to get it. Well, you give the extreme example and say, you know, 
Are you going to call the Hilton on, on, on New Year's Eve to book your reservation? No? Okay. So based on <laughs> based on availability. And if you're in sales, there's nothing wrong with giving a baby negative because the baby negative lets you know that you're being straight up. You I like baby negatives. Baby yeah. negatives. I like, like baby negatives. Nothing is guaranteed process or perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like people have to know how to work the product. And I think like we come across people who, you know, if you have somebody that feels like, oh, it doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. You have to ask these questions like, well, how did you try to do the exchange? How did you try to do the reservations? And yeah. you'll realize that People will wait, you know, two days before and be like, yo, I want to go to Jamaica and I want it on the beach, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, nah, bro, you're going to be inland. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, we also, for the new episode, for the new year, we're going to be talking about, for the new season, we're going to be talking about uh, the deeding process, too. I know, I know, I think we had like one or two deeders on the show last season. Um, but we're going to get a little bit more in depth deep dive about the deeding process because there's a lot that goes on during the deeding process. Um, I'm pretty sure once sales reps take their family into the deeding office and they're in there for about, who knows, 45 minutes to an hour, um, the whole time the sales rep should have their fingers crossed, you know, hoping that this deal doesn't kick, especially if they haven't pitched any heat or said anything that they didn't, that they wasn't supposed to say. I feel like um, the deeding is another hurdle. Well, and some what what are the other names that some results call it? I know some are called deeding. Some say closing. Some say mm-hmm. what, what's the other one? Um, nine times out of ten, this is the deeder. All right, but they got closing agent too. So if you're watching and you don't know what the heck we're talking about, basically after you get the sale, there's a process where there's a closing, and the closing we call it a deeder because it goes to deeding, because most of the resorts are deeded real estate. And um, they go through a process where they go over everything that they're purchasing. Now, some people bend the truth. Some people misunderstood what they thought they heard. And all that gets, you know, um, verified and clarified in this process. But this is the time where, you know, the family gets separated from you. They're with another person. The doors close, and now they go over everything that they was promised or everything that they're, that they're going to own or what they're signing. Everything that you told them that they was going to get. Yeah, but then there's also maybe some details or the fine print. Then there's the truth in lending because, obviously, when, when you finance something, the price that you see here is not the end price if you keep that interest. Yes. Right? So here's the reality. You know, you may have agreed for $25,000 sale, but if at that interest, making 120 payments, now you've paid $50,000, Yeah. right? So those things get disclosed. And those teachers are, are pretty trained well to explain to them that, you know, this is what you agree to, this is the interest. However, if you make one extra payment a month, that'll reduce the... Yeah, but that's only if they keep our interest rate. <laughs> and hey, hey, nobody keeps our interest rate. Well, probably everybody does. There's very, hey, there's, that's a, there's funny. yeah, there's a, there's a few people who are um, wise enough or in the position to not keep the interest rates that are given, but they are pretty high. Uh, but again, I mean, people, I, I tell my families, interest is an option. Yeah, for sure. Interest always is an option if you're in position to use your own financing or to move monies around and, you know, so be it. But if not, we're going to give you the opportunity to become owner today, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we're going to have more Adidas on the show. Speaking of their experiences, and we want to hear some of the wow stuff that, that they've been hearing, you know, because 
You know, I'm I'm from a department where we used to always say we don't we don't say that those type of stuff here. Yeah, you know, that might have come from the front line or from the day line, but you know, every now and then, wild cowboys come into the industry and start saying whatever. You know, this is the not type of thing where your your pitch is recorded for quality assurance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you have people that out of desperation say some things just to get a sale. I mean, we. Just keep it real. Like there's some people who are on the fence. Like, hey, you had a rough month, you had a rough week, and sometimes they'll say whatever it takes to get a sale. Yeah, which you know we don't condone that, but it's just the reality. Like, yeah, but that's not just timeshare sales. That's with any sales that has something to do with 100% commission, and they have quotas to meet, or they're gonna get fired. I'm pretty sure out of the bunch, some people are gonna say some things they don't need no business saying just so they can get a sale and make money to feed their family. I mean, it is what it is feed their family or they may get that money taken back from them. So it's like a small loan. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking it back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, have you ever had a sale that like you got paid on and they took the money back? Why would they take the money back? Cause it kicks later. It kicks or they cancel or something. I have, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's happened to me before or something like that, but not often. I've had, Someone purchased, and let me think, let me think, let me think. How people that purchased. And you spent the money already. Because the company that I work for, they give you like an advance. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like what they call like a, a, a half check. For sure. So like if you get the sale today, tomorrow, I'm going to give you $500. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But for whatever reason, that family decides, I don't oh, okay. really want yeah. it. And you got to get the money back. You, yeah. owe that, you owe that 500 And then, then there's some situations where like if the... If they get an attorney involved, mm-hmm. right, and it goes past the the rescission period, they can still get their money back, mm-hmm. and then they get charge you back for that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, it got three grand, but because it went to another level, they're like, yeah, let me get that three grand back. And speaking from experience, it's never a good thing when a t- when when attorney gets involved <laughs> in the timeshare process. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. It's not good when 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 they start talking about attorneys getting involved and you know having meetings with the higher ups and things like that. Then things are not things are not going well. You know you want to stay away <laughs> from those situations at all costs. Yeah, but I mean every now and then it happens. You know I mean listen, there are a lot of companies that that market um, get out of your get out of your vacation ownership. Um, yeah. We were just talking about we that. Just talking about that, and, and I mean, I I I've yet to find a company that is legit. A hundred percent. Let's just say it legit. I haven't 100%. found one yet because it's a big hustle. I think everyone's there's there's ways to get out, but I I don't think that those are the people that's marketing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I don't think those people that's marketing. Um, with a with a an attorney that's educated in this field, if there's a loophole, because some people document when they reached out to the company and said, hey, I decided that I don't want to move forward with this. If they have, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, a, like a written proof. Mm-hmm. You know, I sent an email or I sent a text message and it was delivered and I can confirm this communication was made within this time period. Then they have the right to say, you know what? I have the right to back out. Please refund me my money. But there are some people who, um, for whatever other reasons, outside of their rescission period, then decide, oh, I don't want to do it no more. Blah, blah, blah. I talked to my cousin, and my cousin said, ah, blah, blah, blah. If they've exceeded that that rescission period, then you know they don't they don't they don't qualify. 
Well, you know, there's some companies, again, we're speaking from uh, particular companies, and then we're speaking from Orlando point of view, but there's some companies that they can still cancel after the 10 days. Really? With no problem. Get out of here. There's some companies where the company itself will reach out to the guests and ask them, would they like to cancel their time? Are they sure that they want to continue to keep the time? timeshare or would they like to cancel like they initiate the cancellation really yes it's like what are you doing i i know representatives i've only had this happen once but what sometimes these these families they shop around like they'll they'll be here on vacation and they'll do multiple presentations oh for sure they purchase at this one place then they come presentation for you for sure i really like yours better man but I got to tell you something. We bought over here the other yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the rep be like, yo, cancel it. For sure. <laughs> Let me show you how to cancel that. Cancel For that. Sure. And then get this. I've taken, I've had that happen to me and taken the family in my car, mm. drove them back to the resort, took them up to their sales center and canceled. Gangster. Yeah, for sure. I haven't done that. Absolutely. The only time I took somebody in my car is I took them to um, Universal. They were... <laughs> They was like, oh, we got to take this shuttle back then. They used to have a shuttle to take the people to go to Universal. And they decided to do the presentation. So they was like, yo, listen, we want to do it, but we got to get to the park. I'm like, listen, forget that. I got you. I'm going to take you to the park. When they purchased, I took them to the park. Everything was good. And the deal stuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then there's those deals where you friggin' buy them a pizza out of D-Ding and you doing the right thing. And then those deals... They be like, they cancel. They cancel, all. yeah. You know I used to hate when that happened. I you buy the whole family food. You babysitting the kids. You taking them to get ice cream. Cancel. Nah, but that, yeah. I did that pizza thing a few times and I stopped doing the pizza. Mm. Got a stick. Um, we also got the new season coming up. We're going to be having some uh, people in management on the show. For right? Sure. People that held managerial positions. Um, High ups. I want to hear what those point of views are because... They're seeing a whole nother side. They're seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff that the sales reps don't even know about. We didn't even talk about the numbers in, in the, you know, um, for the year, like the billions of dollars in the industry and the amount of commissions paid out, you know, the amount of money's made off referrals and mm, um, mm, the mm. amount that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when, when those people come up, that's going to be good because this it's a different perspective. When you're in the field and you're in a representative, you focus on your own. But as a company, every company's making good revenue you know and the the scope of um what's coming in for the week for the month is different you know like mm-hmm. we you know a representative wakes up and just is ready to hustle but these companies are worried about you know um occupancy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying these managers are worried about occupancy and what's the occupancy for like these months and what's our summer looking like and these holidays it's a different it's a different it's a different animal you know what i mean and as an industry as a whole like it's a really a very billion dollar industry, so it I, is. I'm happy to see um, the people that's coming up. I mean, you have you have managers, you have operations, you have the marketing teams, the OPC, this that what you guys like to call them. Um, you have people from the American Resort Development Association from ARDA coming. That's the, the industry. Like, just if you're a realtor and you know the Orlando Regional Realtor Association or Osceola. ARDA is the is like the association for timeshare. You know what I'm saying? The advocate for timeshare. And, you know, we have some good things coming up for 2024, some good people. And I'm pretty sure just like how sales reps have to hit their numbers and their quotas, um, I'm pretty sure manager positions have to hit their 
quotas and hit their numbers all and their percentages also, or they're going to get fired as a manager and replaced. Well, you know, I find that as a, as a salesperson, every class that's coming out gives us a, a successful salesperson opportunity to become a manager. Because yeah, at this time, they're going to need more managers to manage the new representatives coming out. And this is your time to shine. You know, if you were doing good with being successful as yourself, it puts you in an opportunity to then create a team or create more producers. If you could reproduce yourself, like as any company, if you're a top producer, they would love to reproduce you, right? If I can just clone you and make more of you, I'd be happy. So the same thing happens when you when you take yourself as a representative and then become a, a, a manager. You know, we, we like to call them a TO, right? But the truth is, you know, will that person have the patience to teach and to train and to motivate? And can you find the the motivation in the individual? It's a different type of animal. You know, when you when you take yourself from focusing on myself to how can I train other people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is and I have a, I have a buddy that um just told me today that he's gonna take the position as a as a TO. And he's the he's one of the ones that recommended me to get into the industry. So I'm excited to see how successful, you know, he, he, um, I know he's going to do good, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes you're only as good as the team. And this particular resort that he's at, they have a rotation. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, like before, as a TO, when I started, you can pick your team and your team is your team. You know, if yeah. you had a major team, then you was winning. But in this system they have now, it, it rotates. It rotates either on a weekly basis or on a daily basis. So everyone gets a piece of, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a, a person that's popping, well, as long as you um, have high sales for that, let's say, the, the week or the day, you're going to get the person with the highest. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you mentioned OPC, too. That's another excuse that I'm hearing from a lot of sales reps out there. Um, oh, the OPC is is telling mm-hmm. the family that when they get here, they don't have to buy anything and just go through the motions and the blah, 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 blah. So you're basically saying the OPC is telling the family what to say to get out of the deal. Now, if you've been in timeshare for I at least say a year or more, then you should already know OPCs are saying that. That shouldn't even be a concern to you. You should already know, of course, OPC is telling this family what to say oh just go there don't worry they're gonna have a buffet for you and just say no and then you'll go back to disney you know that they're gonna say that already you have to be in your peak state you have to be already trained and ready for this you know when i go into a tour um i think it was called um breaking the pack mm-hmm. like you got to break the pack you got to let them know that you know yeah you know they ain't coming about you know what i'm saying yeah and once you do that you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that'll that'll open doors for you. I mean, people say the OPC see a lot of stuff, right? They 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 tell them, oh, say that you're buying a house or, you know, whatever. Say that you're married. Say that you have a job. Say that you make over fifty thousand dollars. You know, um, everyone has a job, and I feel like, you know, in a training class they teach you four hurdles, but there's also my own hurdles. I think the hurdle, the first hurdle is. OPC getting the families to sign up for 60 minutes. The next hurdle is for you to get them interested every five minutes, right? For sure. So you get to the back end. The next hurdle is to get them to commit 
to what they're going to spend regardless is something they should put towards ownership. Now you got them to say yes. Your next hurdle is to get them through the deeding process because the deeders, in my opinion, and you know they can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like their job is to shake any uncertainty that those people have to know that they're going to go through with this. But that's another hurdle. You know what I'm saying? Because some of those deeders that I know, they will tell them, listen, I'm representing Florida State. I'm a notary, blah, blah, blah. Tell me, you know, you don't got to worry about the representative. Tell me, are you comfortable with it, blah, blah, blah. So that's another hurdle. Now, then, then there's the rescission hurdle of them going back home. And guess what's waiting for them when they get back home? All the friggin' mail that they didn't get because they was on vacation. And the mail is bills, 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 bills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's a few different hurdles involved, you know? That's, that's that's how I see things. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I agree on that. But you got to be prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? If the OBC said, at the end of the day, this product sells itself, right? At the end of the day, the product sells itself. People go on vacation. People are going to spend money. You know what I'm saying? Personally, I've spent money outside of timeshare. So I know it's a fact. And that's what the product is about. It's showing people you can rent or you can own. You can yeah. rent your vacations and not have nothing to show for it. Or you can own your vacations. And you can leave it for your family members, right? So it's a one-time payment for a lifetime of vacations. Yeah. You know, I just left, I just came back from vacation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just went to Dubai. Mm -hmm. There's like, it started with three. Now there's like seven resorts in Dubai that they can exchange into. That's mm -hmm. sick. An exchange, the interval was 229 mm -hmm. When I paid, I didn't do an exchange, just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? I paid... Uh, Three thousand dollars for a five day stay. Mm -hmm. When a person could for two twenty nine have seven days in a resort. Now, why did you end up spending more money versus just paying two twenty five exchange? Because I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, on top of that, um, I would imagine you to say it's because you wanted a specific experience. You know that two twenty five exchange fee experience wasn't going to give you the experience that you that it, you that you took it could have it couldn't have it, it could have oh it could have it could have okay because the resort that was 229 was in the palm and i was big on going to the palm okay you know okay, the palm okay. is at the time i thought the palm was a big thing so if anybody has been have the eye on 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 dubai everyone talks about the palm blah 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 you know what i'm saying so it's just it's just a, a hot spot or whatever and there's a resort that's right there that's at like the tip of the palm so you're saying you could have went to the same spot for less? I could have. And you didn't because what? Because <laughs> I used the week that I had already. I didn't have a week to use. I, gotcha. I've already used it. You okay. know what I'm saying? And that's why you should own multiple weeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a week to exchange at the time. So at that time, um, I, I picked an a, a Airbnb at in the Dubai Marina. And the Dubai... Dubai Marina was just minutes away from the Palm, right? Gotcha. So, I mean, it's all kind of relatively close, but I picked that location. But I'm saying for a three-bedroom was three grand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a rent where a person who had owned could have stayed in the same area mm -hmm. with the same... For less. For less, you know yeah. what I'm saying, as an exchange. And, and, and remember, I booked my, my trip way in advance, you know? And that's how the exchange works. If you book it in advance, you could... And with Interval, you can book up to two years in advance at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, should have went that route. So the sad part is that there's families that did exactly what you did 
but they'll go on a timeshare presentation and the ref is not uh the rep is not strong enough to call them out right listen you're spending more than this outside of the ownership Facts. or even if you didn't own it you're spending more than this than it it could have been if you would have if you would own it yeah you know what i'm saying but the reps are not strong enough to call them out you know what i'm saying and take that same conversation right there and go second third and fourth level with it well if you're a rep you can use my situation as a third party story you know what i'm saying you had an owner three thousand dollars week less than a week of vacation if i did that for 10 vacations that's 30 grand. Nothing to show for. There you have it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? For sure. So um next season that comes up, we're gonna be um talking more about heat too, but we're gonna be getting into a little bit more saucy heat. You know, we've been cute with it for the first two well, seasons. First of all, for those that's watching, what is heat? Heat is basically you telling a family something that's not true so that way you can secure your deal i guess in a nutshell that was well said yeah he is lying <laughs> he is lying you know and some people feel that they have to have uh the pitch heat to sell the product where you know some people disagree some people say that there's there's always a level of heat somewhere and i don't know i don't know how i feel about that yeah, I th- I think that's true. I mean, I think it's almost just like a relationship. I mean, you're gonna tell your significant other everything, but are you really gonna tell them <laughs> everything? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you love them. So, <laughs> so, but no. Um, I had a conversation with uh, a partner of mine the other day. We were talking about why top reps don't like to share what they're saying on the table to get deals. Mm. And what our conversation led to was they're saying things that they have no business saying mm. when you really think about it. If I'm a top rep making 100, 200, 300, 400, in some cases a million dollars a year, and I don't want to tell you something that's going to better my coworker so that way he can make 100, 200, 300, a million dollars a year, then why wouldn't I want to share that information? Yeah. I must be saying something that I have no <laughs> business saying. And we're going to get into that in the next season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking to, yeah. And listen, if y'all want to hear that, then, then type heat in the comments. <laughs> if you want to hear more heat, type heat in the comments, send the fire emoji. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's some people who have, who pitch heat, hit the, um, the, I don't say the plateau, but they hit the sales that they wanted to and then left the industry. And they're willing to talk about it. They're willing to talk about, you know, what they've said and what they promised. And there's some people who pitch heat and didn't realize, realize it's pitching heat. I mean, I'll just be 100% transparent. Especially when you're new. You don't know you're pitching heat. When, when you're, you're new, new, you don't know. Like, for me, personally, I was big on real estate, equity, you know, all that. We use all those terms. Until I, and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes the less you know, the better. You know what I'm saying? Because it changes things, you know? Um, but I was, because I was selling deeded de- real estate, you know, my mind was saying, it's real estate, it's real estate, you can build equity, you know? And my my perception of equity, equity is the value going up while your balance is going down. The problem is with, in, in the industry of timeshare, is that, you're not building equity. You're not. The, only, the equity they're talking about is the money you paid in. Because if you upgrade, that money they're going to give you back to use towards your upgrade. Yeah. 
But the value, 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 value of the property is now something that, gonna that see. you can resell in the future, not right. that type of equity. And when and you know, depending on where you are, you know, if they teach you to to, to tell people you can use it, rent it, will it, sell it, the sell it part is a key. People want to know they have an exit. Like, okay, for the home done vacation, I could sell it. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? But the problem is, is the resale market that good? Is there a resale market, period? And that's where it comes to these uh, timeshare ex- exit companies that solicit the people and say, hey, you want to get out your timeshare, hollow at us. And the problem is a lot of these companies are charging these people up front to list their property with no buyer ever in sight. Yeah. And that's why in the real estate class they had to put in there that is illegal for any broker to charge somebody up front for real estate services when it comes to timeshare. Mm-hmm. Now, I've watched the timeshare... I've watched the real estate class have a segment on timeshare that went from two sentences to now it's like, well, I went, I watched it go from two sentences to a paragraph to now it's like a half a page. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And it gets detailed. Like, how big does the font need to be? Does it need to be in bold? Like, people need to understand, like, the resale market is a different animal and it's not guaranteed. When you have people that buy under the, I don't want to use the word pressure, but under the urgency of today, after being on vacation, on a presentation that's 60 or 90 minutes, they purchase really quickly and it's a lot of information to digest. It's a very lucrative business. But understand this, people want to get out of it and they're they're vulnerable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And these timeshare exit companies, sometimes they get people. Desperate. Desperate, <clears throat> and they get phone calls, and they they they, they mix in jargon that, that confuses people, and people pay more money and realize that they get they get scammed. Yeah. So, um, there's no need for heat if you you know just keep it real with the people. That's why I say baby negatives is, is a good thing because everything is not perfect. It's not, and people are okay with that if you keep it real with them. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So look forward to that. All right, so um, I wanted to pull a sec. I wanted to do a new thing in the segment where uh, we pull a sold in sixty objection card coming from the host, coming from the host of the show. So that way, you know, you guys can just hear a different point of view. Uh, maybe we might share something that you've heard before. Maybe we might share something that you've never heard before. Right? Um, I can tell you, you never been in this industry too long to learn something new. Right? We learn different tricks and tips all the all the time. You know, or different angles or different point of views and things like that. So um, we got the card scattered out. I'm going to have Rich go ahead and just pick a random card. Shout out to the people who purchased Solar 60 objection cards coming from Wisconsin, Virginia. Yeah, we see you, Wisconsin, Virginia. Shout out. And I want to have y'all tap in and call up the show and just, you know, tap in, talk to us. You know what I'm saying? Because that was that was interesting. You want me to pick a card? Pick me? a card. Uh, Any card. Uh, See what they got for I you. I should have my guy from behind the scenes come and pick a card. <laughs> All right. Matter of fact, like, pick a card. Pick a card. <laughs> Tell me what you're going to give you an objection. All right. Let's see. What does it say? Oh, shit. That's the first. <laughs> he picked the first <laughs> card. card. That just means. <laughs> Don't ask me no objection. That's funny. Thank you, card. All right, let's see. 
Sold in 60 cards can be found at on Instagram at Sold in 60. The link is in the bio. Grab your card. It's a small investment for a great return so that you can be prepared to deal with the BS. My parents own already. I can use this. My So the objection is my parents own already. Mm. And that's a tough it. one, too. That it's a tough one. A tough when every time you get guest of a guest, what they call them, owners, guest of yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? Guess owner. Owner's kids. It's a hard. People want to kick the tour. People say, "Yo, get them out of here," because they they always say they can use my parents. My rebuttal to that is, God bless the child who has its own. Always, you can't rely on what your parents own to satisfy you when it's time for you to vacation. Then I give them a third party story because my parents own timeshare for real, for real. I'm a timeshare baby. We own the Shawnee, Pennsylvania. We have week 17 and week 51. I still have the deeds from today. My third-party story is really a true story about the time that I was trying to do exchange to Cancun because I used to go to Cancun for every Memorial Day using that week. So I was comfortable with using that week. I go to Cancun jump off. I'm not condoning that you guys go party, but Cancun jump off. Shameless plug. Shout out to Owen International. Amazing time for the urban community. So I used to go in there using my week. Now, one time... I scheduled, I thought that I was going to go because I continuously been going with my parents. And when I had all my my friends give me the money because I used to have them pay me as if we were, you know, I was charging them. My parents decided they wanted to use the week. They had already booked their week and I didn't have that week available. I had to scramble to find another room and end up paying more. So that right there forced me to get my own timeshare. So I shared that experience with me on why they need to get their own. At the end of the day, you have to have your own because the ownership that your parents own is not going to be as flexible as the one it is today. Today comes with more benefits, more opportunities, and it'll fit. It's just like this. If you had a if your parents had a flip phone, would you buy it? Would you use it today? No. Today we have smartphones. <clears throat> We have iPhones. We and have I just had the uh, iPhone up- update like Updates. a couple Spe- days ago. When I did the update, I thought of timeshare. I was like, this is why you need to do an update yeah. because you have to keep <laughs> up, you know what I'm saying, with the technology. <laughs> so that's how I would handle the objection. God bless a child that has his own. You got to get your own. What your parents' product did for them back then is not going to do what it does for you today. For sure. I love it. I love it. So if you're out there, you hear it, man. Uh, order those Sold in 60 cards, Sold in 60 objection cards. You can get them from the Instagram page. Uh, the link is in the bio. Um, we want to pay some bills real quick, Rich, before we get out of here. Go right ahead. It's the main host, uh, Factual Film Studio, who has their own TV channel, Factual TV. That's where you can see the whole episodes and behind the scenes uh, of of the Sold in 60 show because they are the, the main sponsor of the show. So... You know, shout out to Factual Films. If you're looking to shoot a podcast or do headshots or any type of uh, content, they even have now a mic move if you, you know, do voiceovers or audio books. I mean, Factual Film Studios has it for you. They can be located on Instagram at Factual Films TV, or you can contact them. I don't know the number, but the address is 8865 Commodity Circle, Orlando, Florida, Suite 7B. Word. And that's how you get sold in 60. And we out just like that. <laughs> Peace. Word.